are are here. We're in a different location, Michelle. That yes. we, child, if the if our audience knew how many different places that we record <laughs> this thing in, they wouldn't believe it. Wouldn't believe it. But yeah. this is a new place, and if you hear an air conditioner in the back, well, you could just gonna have to live with that because, because you know where we are. We're at Beverly Hills, <laughs> bitch, and it's a hundred and some degrees it outside. Is. I was just telling Michelle that I went uh, to go get something to eat. I got here early. I went to get something to eat because uh, I got here early. You and know? you went walking down the pe- street. I went walking down the street in a suit. And it's literally 102. It's 102 degrees By outside. the way, mid-October. I'm just yeah. going to say it because whatever hey. this comes out, it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Mid-October. But um, you were, are you going to segue into um, climate C- control change uh, uh, climate change yeah uh-huh no i'm not going to go there because according to 45 it don't exist <laughs> so why bother wasting my my oxygen and carbon right dioxide exactly and contributing to your carbon uh monoxide footprint. poisoning yeah okay. anyway i got this i got a bunch of junk food over at the cvs because i couldn't go further than a block right actually it wasn't even a block it's just across the street feet it's feet. It's so hot outside. So what you got yourself a pink drink. I got a pink it's it's one of these no name it's called sparkling pink grapefruit. <laughs> and I think it's the company is called Gold Emblem. Uh-huh. But it's you know, they've repackaged this thing as sort of a sparkling water, a flavored sparkling water. Uh, right. but to you and me, it's just a soda pop. You know what it is. It's a soda pop. Yeah, you know um, what it is. Meanwhile, earlier we were talking before the um, started taping. You talked about you mentioned three these three, this thing three times. Yes, and uh, and I want to hear what that word, what those words are. Party in the margin. Party in the party That's in the margin. That's my new album. Uh, what's it called? Party in the margin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come party in the margins with me? Wait a minute. Back up. Back up. Okay. What? I was describing our listeners. Okay. What does that mean? Party in the margins. Well, you know how you always say. Use every color in the crayon box, yes. right? Yes. I understand that. Relate to that. Although I'm more... Are you trying to brand this thing? Is that what's no, happening? No, bitch. Have, I'm not trying to make fetch happen. You have you have pajama bottoms that have party in the margins coming out? Oh, my out. God. That's the next one. <laughs> Thank you, DragCon. I've never... Have I heard in that term before? No, I'm telling it to you because I started thinking about the colors in the crayon box. Yeah. And I was a colorer, but coloring really didn't matter to me. And what yeah. mattered to me growing up was writing. Yeah. And I remember writing papers and the teachers getting mad at my mother going, you can't write in the margins. The margins are not for writing. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, but I want to write in the oh, margins. Oh, because the margins are outside of where you're supposed to write. Correct. So we party outside. Correct. Of where the of... regular people party. I see. Life happens for us in those margins. Yes. Not in the middle. Yes. In the middle is where the regular and folk Moni's, go. And Moni's in the middle. She's in the middle. She's taking up all the space in the middle. So there's no room left for Rue and me. <laughs> so where, where are we going to party? In the margins. <laughs> in the margins. <laughs> Party I in the margins, that. Alex. That's the name of this podcast. That's the episode. name of this podcast. Party, is in, the Party in the margins. Okay. Yes. So there we are. Uh, bye, doll. Bye, we're saying goodbye. Nice to meet you. Okay. Sweetie. All right. That so, is so funny. But we were talking about that because we were talking about our audience and how great they are, and how they they get what people, the average person. I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. They are listeners get what the average person doesn't. Right. Because they're what margin partiers. Did I just confuse you with the no, sense? No, no, you just coined an, another, yet another. Margin thing. partiers! Margin partiers. Yes, I'm nice. a margin partier. Oh my god. Doesn't it sound dirty? It sounds dirty, yeah. but somehow really, really good. I'm a margin partier, bitch. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. No. I'm a margin partier. Yes. You color outside the lines, bitch. I party in the margin. 
And together, we are magic. But you, you realize also that most people are afraid of that. You know, um, yeah. uh, I, I, for years, um, uh, people who approach me don't know whether you know is it the gay thing is it the black thing is it the are you uh your transvestite but they don't know how to approach me so most straight women will say will think oh um Oh, you could you could do my makeup, right? Will you do my makeup? <laughs> that's I've how seen that I happen can, to you personally. Yeah, that's how time. Yeah, well, that's how they're they're thinking that they can relate to me. And they're like, yes. well, what margin? Where does he fit in? Well, you're not. She not partying in the margin. No, no, no. She's not partying in the no, margin. She's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. with Moni and them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Moni and them. I wonder how many people remember what. Well, Moni you and in the I middle. do, and you know who else does? Who? Dana Owens, aka Queen Latifah. <laughs> she knows what we're talking about. Yeah, um, but uh, we say that a lot, though. We Moni say in Moni the in the middle. Yeah. We, we, you and I, reference Moni. Was it Moni Love? Moni Love. Yeah, Moni Love. We reference that song yeah. for those who don't know Moni Love was a rapper yes same who, time as Queen, Queen Latifah, Latifah and MC Light and I rock rough and puff with my afro so rage Ray, okay see only you would know that girl okay, but, I'm um, getting a little deep but she, Moni and yeah the, MC Light MC Light they who she, just got married yes but listen hey you know what? I went to Leah Remini's house for the taping of blah 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 that show she did and MC Light was there. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I know what you're and talking she about. She was there with her fiance, and um, she, um, you know, I know where you're going with this. No, I was just I'm shocked. TikToking, I'm TikToking around, yeah. tiptoeing around it. I'm just saying, I was surprised she married a man. That I know you were gonna. I know that you, and I'm, I'm surprised too. I'm gonna say, okay, it. I'm not being shady. No, no shade. I just know. I was like. She's sister. You know, she she want. I thought she she want a roughneck. Uh, I uh, thought Tina Marie. Yeah, yeah. Because they was real close for many years. And I'm not trying to start no, no not, shit. There's no touch. I just assumed. And you know what happens when you assume. Yes, I do. But then sometimes also people I don't think change. you're off base though, Michelle. Okay. Because um, I when I went to this party, I was surprised she was with a man too. But she looked real happy. But that, but does that mean that I'm not partying? I'm part not partying in the margins? Wait, no, that I, means, no, it doesn't. I know what you're saying. Because no. that's, I'm doing to her the same thing that people, I was describing the people do to me. Yes. Is that um, she's sort of butch. Yes. And I thought that she would probably be with a woman. Uh, yes. And so did I. And there's no disrespect to that. But the way I think, the way my brain took it was either she enjoyed both in her lifetime hey, and I'm, settled with a man. Yeah, part, We're down for that. the margins. Or she grew up in a time where rap was 99.9% male. Mm -hmm. And because she grew up on the, them, their streets, mm -hmm. she... In order to be yes, in order to be accepted. Roxanne Shante was the same way. Yeah. In order to be accepted, you had to be... Um, a little butch. But, uh, not even butch. Or but, hood. Yeah, like Rough. it was a male characteristic you took on to be tough enough, yeah. to be bad enough. Yeah. And I think that maybe that's what happened with Light. Yeah. Light is a rock. I've been a Light fan for 120 years. Yeah. And what's that? that I love that song. You don't hear it that 4G, often. 4G? No, Rough, Rough, I want a Rough, Rough. Is yeah. it um, Rough Neck? N word is that what is that is, the name of the song? Roughneck N word. I think. I thought it was. So. I need. I want a rough. I want a roughneck. I need a rough. I need a roughneck. I love that song. Oh my god! You don't hear that anymore. Why not? I mean, you're doing the right spot. No, you know, I don't even have that in my uh my Your library. Oh, no, I, do. I don't. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised at that too. Roughneck. I'm gonna look it up. I love her so much. Well, she was at Leah's party. 
at this thing that they were taping. Hey, gotta what? Gotta get a roughneck. I haven't heard it in years. I need it and I want it, so I gotta get a roughneck. But you know, it's 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 always it's you know as I as like as I marginalize yes. uh, MC Light. Yes. Uh, you know, I was talking about the fact that um, I uh, when people approach me, they don't know how what box to put me in, so they're they're very standoffish. But it's mostly. Cisgender heteronormative women. Uh, excuse me. Exactly, because I've seen gay men approach you, and it's a totally different yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. It's women, but there's that whole thing of the way, and not all, um, the way some women. Uh, I don't know how to say it without saying mm. pissing people off, but mm. I notice the culture of women making the gay men in their life into things, trophies, mm. or this is my. Um, this is my hairdresser. I just love my gay friend. Mm, mm-hmm, Instead mm-hmm. of treating us all as equal humans. And right. women a lot of times do it with their gay men because they're treating their gay men or trying to maybe as a accessory. W- accessory or as a mm. as a girlfriend and they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, they're humans, they're their own people. They're you know, it's very weird, but that's kind of what happens with women with you. They look at you and they're like Well, yeah. And I, they also don't want you to intimidate them by being more beautiful, by being threatening. Yeah. I, you know, I just think it's a thing that hu- humans do. Humans do this because we need to put people in a box to understand what they are and how they relate to us, how they relate to us as other humans. We need to go, oh, that one's a Republican. He's he's a gay Republican or whatever. I'm just throwing labels out there. Right. But it's a way for people to uh, assimilate uh, um, no, energy. I also think along with that, it's compartmentalizing. Yeah, sure. So they know if they put them here in this compartment, mm-hmm. they go, okay. Okay, I know how to react yeah. to them. And I'll yes. know where they're going to live. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Have you been around Lady Bunny where she, and I've known this girl since she was 19 years old, and this is right after the second. Since she wore 27s. Yes, this is right after the Second World War. And <laughs> <laughs> um, It's amazing to watch her in mixed company Say something that's really off color, which is everything that comes. Which out is everything of their that comes out yeah. of their mouth. But the people in the room get it immediately. Like it's like what comics do. She has the ability you mean when, she, when she's at a show. No, anytime. Okay, anytime. All right. She's never. She's always inappropriate. But something she does, she sets it up in a way that allows people to go. I got it. I got exactly where she's coming from. They're usually not offended. I'm sure there are people who are offended by yeah, her. Yeah. But most of the time, people are not offended by Lady Bunny because she has indicated somewhere in her behavior before she says it that what's going to come out of her mouth is either a joke or to be taken in jest. I 100% agree. Every and, and, time and, I've seen it, nobody gets like right you know, mad at her or cursing at her. Yeah. Ever. And she says the most disgusting the shit. The most disgusting shit. That you've ever heard. You've ever heard. In your life. In your entire life. M- mostly all true. And uh, mostly, but it's hilarious. And I, all hilarious. All hilarious. She's a genius. But see, that's the thing about certain comics is always when we interview comics, I always ask, um, when did you find your rhythm? When did you find the thing it is that you do? But she's always been like that, hasn't she's she? She's always been that way. She's always. She has a gift. Yeah. Where a lot of people had to cultivate. They're, they're yes, a lot of people have helped cultivate it. And thanks to her doctor, penicillin has helped <laughs> knock has that gift st- right out. <laughs> There's so many Lady Bunny disgusting I stories. Know, I know. She's a genius, though. And and she is a genius. And that's why it works. There's a 
there's a, believe it or not, there's a sort of innocence, and maybe it's her Southern accent, I don't know. But there's something that goes along with the hate that comes out of her mouth sometimes. But this is the thing, and this is how I'm relating it to the um, uh, people trying to fit someone into a box, is that she, she puts out these indicators. And this is what great comics do. There are indicators. I don't know if it's body language. I don't know if it's the first word you speak that that tells the audience member exactly where we're going. It's energy. It's an en- it energy. I think it's energy. Then what am I doing with my energy that where people are like, um, oh, I didn't know you you sang, or they'll go, um, I expected you to come and drag. It's like, um, that's not, but that's what? not energy. That's a job. Don't confuse them. See, here's the thing. People that know you like this or like, I don't know if they'll ever know you the way I know you, but people that know this side of you yeah. are going to approach you differently than people that know RuPaul in drag on television. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is all the indicators are there. That's why I'm always surprised. I'll go to a pitch meeting or I'll meet someone and they'll go, wow, I didn't know that you were um, this easy to talk to. I'm like, really? That's somebody who doesn't know you. But do you have to know me? This is what I'm saying. Do you yes, have to? Yes. I'm able to look at a person on TV or a politician and go, oh, I, I get exactly who that yeah, person is. A politician is different because they're giving um, allegedly a part of who they are. But let's say you, uh, let's say I'll take me, for example, because I know who you are mm-hmm. and what people see when they see you on TV. They think they know me by being this tough bitch on television. Mm-hmm. I am the opposite of that in right. real life. Right. So when they come up to me, they're scared. And they're like, I don't know if you're going to yell at me. Well, are mm. you going to read me? It's like, mm. honey, no, that's like, a do you, like when, okay, uh, Joan Collins, or let's use, uh, you know, Joan Brenda, Rivers? Brenda from 90210, Shannon okay. Doherty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if they didn't like their character, whoever they were, or somebody from a soap, Susan Lucci, mm-hmm. people are going to address her like Erica Kane. Right. They're not addressing her like Susan Lucci. So when they see you, they see RuPaul on TV, this grander than grand, mm. grand dame of the world, supermodel of the world. Mm-hmm. They don't know RuPaul, RuPaul. They know RuPaul that on TV. Yeah, yeah. They're not able to separate it. Yeah. People call people by their characters on television shows and hate them because of characters they played. They are actors. They're yeah. getting paid to play that person. Yeah. So you can't expect the average person to just discern the difference. They're not going to know. Yeah, I guess it's 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 disappointing, though, because it's yes. something that I have always been able to read a person's character. I've always been able to get a sense of who they are from their body rhythm, from their energy, and, and then go from there. And the concept, the, the idea that most people are not doing that. I mean, look what we have in the White House right oh, now. It's girl. like, how did that friggin' happen? And how did, is it still happening? How is it still happening? And because you know, it's not, um, it's not the fact that it's him. He's a fucking idiot. The pro- the problem is the all the people him. who have that are going who are still supporting him. You're great, yeah. Who are all these people who voted for him? Like, yeah. that's the bigger problem. Yes, he's just what he is. Yeah. But the bigger problem is all these. So, so all these people people are walking around. And don't know how to read a character. Yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You do realize, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass because I don't have to, but you do realize that you've evolved on a way, you've worked very hard on your soul, on your evolution as a human being. I'm working on mine, and I think I've come a long way. The the average person doesn't do the soul work. They don't do the inner reflection. And I'm not talking just about meditation. I'm talking about really yeah. changing yeah. the core being of who you are mm. to get more out of what you want in life, yeah. right? 
The average person doesn't give a fuck. Mm. They just want to go to work. They want to make their paycheck. They want to go drink with their friends. Mm -hmm. They want to make enough money. They want to be with their family. They don't care about progression. Mm -hmm. So if you're not, and I don't mean that to be rude. I'm just saying this is what it is. And unless you start really working on yourself and putting you first and realizing that without you, nothing else can exist. And I don't mean in a cocky way. I mean Mm -hmm. it in a a self-loving, compassionate way. You're not ever going to be able to read somebody else's energy because you don't understand it. Ah. You don't understand your own. Yes. You don't get it. So how are they going to know who the beauty of who you are Mm -hmm. if they don't even know who they are, what it feels like to see beauty? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't really know how to. Yeah, I know. I I get it. You know, I um, I felt that way when uh, I've told this story about my father where. A psychic told me that uh, he and I had shared past lives together. Which is so, crazy. Which crazy. Which and then uh, so when I showed up on the doorstep, he, I said, "Hey, buddy, it's us together again this year. We're gonna rule the school." And he was like, "I can't see you. I can't see you." And I'm like, well, "No, let me uh, uh, let me help you remind me. I got laughs. I got I got jokes. I got dances. Stick I got around for the jokes. Yeah. Um, did whatever I could to say." To, to remember to, for him to remember it's us it's us couldn't do it he couldn't do it because he couldn't see himself he couldn't afford to see himself because if he uh, was given the ability to see himself he would have to deconstruct his whole belief system he would have to uh, go deep into his feelings his pain all of that stuff and like my father most people aren't willing to go into that pain to get to the other side and it's a lot of pain it, <clears throat> it is. is a lot it's of a lot of pain and you have to be willing to do it because there is there is good at the other side sure i know that that's my, what we're here to do yeah and my issue obviously stems from being put up from adoption we talked about this before yeah. in utero knowing that you're not wanted mm. affects a, a baby absolutely of course so you come out going always me trying to make people happy all the time. Just trying to make people happy so you love me, so you love me, so you don't give me up, you don't abandon me. So that's where it comes from. Even though I met my mother, you know, and I had a great 20 years with her. I met your mother. She was lovely. Your biological mother. My biological mother. mother. You knew Arlene too. Um, But the point being is... It had, even though that energy was going through me when she was pregnant with me and affected me in a way, after meeting her, I realized... The pr- what happened to me was what was meant to yeah. fucking happen to me because she, you know, married an alcoholic man, ended up living in a trailer, could barely yeah. raise my two sisters. So yeah. this happened for a reason. Yeah, this, it was your, your storyline is what it, it was. And the same thing with you and your Absolutely. dad. Absolutely. But it's a matter of being able to, I felt the pain of, of yeah. afraid of being abandoned. I've gone through this and I still go through it at times and I realize, oh my God, maybe it's not all gone, but there's work that I'm doing. Sure. The average person, which we're average people, they have to do the work. Yeah. And it hurts. It does hurt. It does but hurt. But it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Because absolutely then you become more it. evolved. And those to bring it full circle, the feelings of being able to read somebody else and understand what they're doing. And be present. And be present would be at the surface. Yeah. And you'd get it immediately. And yeah. you'd never have somebody come up to you and go, oh, you can do my makeup. Instead, uh-huh. they go, oh, my God, I love you. Right. I love everything you represent. Yeah. You're so much fun, you know? Yeah. Even if it's a straight woman who doesn't understand or doesn't really get what you do for the community, but what you do as a human, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that experience when I can, when when it's, when we are, you know, together, uh, just vibing on one another, you know, Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this.
you know, I really love seeing all the websites that the kids send to RuPaulPodcast at gmail.com. These are the websites that kids make with Squarespace. Of course. Of course. They make it so simple to create beautiful, artistic, or non-artistic, whatever you yeah, want. It's yeah. up to you. These beautiful websites. Now, you have a letter there? I do. You know, first, let me say, back in the day, you guys doing a website was like, Hell, yeah! You had to belong to somebody. You had to ask them. To, like if I said, "Listen to my webmaster," who didn't even deserve that title. Yeah, you'd say, "I need to switch the word the," and he'd go, "Okay, hundred and fifty dollars." Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Now you could do everything yourself with Squarespace. We got a letter here from Sandy Lewis. Uh, my name is Sandy Lewis. I'm a swing dance teacher in Barcelona, Spain, who's also <laughs> totally in love with all things Rue and Michelle, which is where I found out about Squarespace. Thanks to the podcast, I found this amazing new way to showcase my regular and international dance classes, along with stunning video and photo galleries to let my students get to know me better educating viewers and future dancers about the types of dances i teach was simply uh with a simple gallery section of my choreographies and external links to videos of my personal favorite dancers it was a surprising variety of template menus and squarespace made it easy to link all of my other social media accounts which by the way we don't talk to a lot of people like to like you on your website sure. mine we have our twitter feed and yeah, stuff yeah going. yeah and that's a really great way to do it she says it's so convenient it's so professional and bonus i got my own url easy peasy it's sandy lewis l-e-w-i-s dance.com sandy lewis dance.com hope you all like it if you're ever in barcelona <laughs> let me know and I we will that. sandy it's brilliant you know when you're ready to choose a plan use the offer code are you get 10 percent off you it's a great deal kids listen to me i love seeing these gorgeous websites please keep sending them it's at rupaulpodcast at gmail.com and just go to squarespace.com for the <laughs> Offer code, are, are you? you, bitch? Are you? <laughs> okay, okay, we are back. Michelle, okay, we just spent the whole break. We don't, are we berating you him? You berate him. Do I berate him? I just laugh. People don't know that part of me. Yeah. This is the thing. I do. This is the thing, is that he allows me the freedom yeah. to really be the way I am, like with my sister, Rosie. He doesn't know how to stop you. Rosie knows how to shut you well, down. Well, not she? really. I mean, Rosie. She's a different kind of a, you know, she, she she would frustrate me so much when we were kids. She's a year younger than me. She's the baby. She's a baby, maybe, you uh -huh. know. But Alex, our producer on the podcast, he um he's a straight dude who is as straight as it gets. I agree. Not a gay no. bone in his body. Despite what you may try. Yeah. But the thing is this. I try to talk to him. He 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 doesn't get innuendo or nuance, no, right? Because he's so straight. you have to spell everything out literally. Yes, lich. You can't even say lich. Well, he gets lich. Do you get lich? Does he get lich? He, he gets lich. He gets maybe little. <laughs> but if you use it in a sentence, he probably wouldn't I mean, get it. You lich get it. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing: is that on Judge Judy, she, this is what happens. Judge Judy has a line of questioning that will lead her to a conclusion. So she is needs you to answer yes, no, or so whatever, so that she can get to the point. But then what people do is they start go, thinking they know where she's going, and she, they start answering these other things that are like, over here. That are over here, yeah. like um, well the this the, one the, time, this one time, <laughs> and then at one time she said to me that she yeah. would, and it's like no, 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 stop. Yes or no to the first question. Yes. Anyway, that's that's it's a lot simpler than we normally want to make it. 
We make things a lot more complicated. A lot more complicated. But here's something that will answer everything. Mm. We've been working with Alex for three years. Has it been years? three years? Three years, Alex? Yeah. Three, three years. years? And I talked to Alex on the phone quite a bit, and Alex is a chatter. Why do you talk to him on the phone? Because I love Alex. Uh. He talks, and he, sometimes he has, talks to me about girl things uh -huh. and, and some other things and the horror podcast and just talking, and he yeah. talks to my husband. Yeah. Um, their guy talk. Anyway. Really? He called me. He called me. You, you never talked to me like that. He's scared of you. I never I want to talk I never want to talk to anybody like you never that. talk to me like that I never that. talk to anybody I want to talk on the phone exactly yeah. so he told me in confidence that I'm going to tell millions, <laughs> millions of, people of people that are listening <laughs> that he has never seen Greece go <gasps> go wait oh wait he has uh, never uh, you, seen are you talking about uh, okay you can't be talking about the movie you must be talking about Greece underneath the car I am talking about wait Greece you're talking about Greece in the hair when Olivia you're press, Newton when you're, pressing, when you're pressing comb no John Travolta you can't be talking about the movie you must be talking about the Greece that happens oh when it rains on the on the asphalt no. the Greece rises no. up no I'm not talking about bacon I am talking about Greece and not only that the movie uh, hold on as if you could avoid it living yeah. in America yeah. two part Here's yeah. the second part. Then he calls back to tell me that he watched it with his friend and that it was horrendous. Worst piece of shit he's ever seen. Wait a minute. Did he, maybe he saw Grease 2. No, he didn't see Grease 2 with Max Maxwell. Which That's I watched uh, three days ago. Cool writer. Yeah, uh -huh, Aiden, what, yeah, uh -huh. what was his name? Uh, Aiden, not Aiden. What was his name? Uh, Max Caulfield. No, the other one. Oh, Aiden Quinn. Yes. No, Aiden, no. Aiden Smed. Adrian Smed. Adrian Smed. <laughs> Adrian who's so hot and so like, hot yeah, oh yeah, my god yeah. I love Adrian Smith. okay um he said it was the worst piece of shit he's ever said I said hold up hold up yeah how could you say yeah. you didn't like any he said no I liked maybe one song what is the one song that you liked I like two songs okay what, what two songs like summer love and love. Summer oh, great song. yeah in the shimmy shack um, we go together. Oh, no, like he's talking about um, the big song, You're the One That I Want. Oh, do I, do I, do I? Ooh, 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 honey. Um, okay, first of all, if we had a camera watching them watch, I'm sure this is what we'd see. We'd see them hitting a bong several times. True. And is that true? we'd see them talking throughout to, the production. Throughout the production yeah. And we'd see them on their phones doing stuff. So the truth is, he didn't see the movie. They were distracted. They didn't see the movie. No, nope, and they were high. Yeah, because the movie is a masterpiece. And by the way, if you were high, it should have been even should 20 have been times even better. better. But he wasn't paying attention. That's what was happening. You, he was not paying attention. There's nobody on this earth that could say that Greece sucks. Not one person Greece. at all. And I got to tell you, too, Grease 2 does suck, but it is so watchable. <laughs> it's horrible. Grease 2 is horrible. horrible. Michelle Pfeiffer... And Maxwell She's, Caulfield. Oh yeah, but it's um, it's you can't take your eyes away from oh, it. Oh, I it's love a it. It's a train love wreck. It. It's cool. horrible. The songs are awful. Awful. Terrible. Yeah. But uh, uh, still can't can't keep masterpiece. Your yeah, it's on. It's either on Hulu or um, it's on Hulu because because Grease One is on Netflix. Grease One, the masterpiece, is on Netflix right now, and Hulu has, has Grease Two. two. Which sucks, but it's so fun. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you hated it says so much. Well, this is, here it is. This we're is We're going to have to give him another chance. This, is, this relates to what we were talking about earlier, though, Michelle. <clears throat> There's a certain type of a person who uses their intuition, uses their intellectual DNA, their, their, their uh, uh, 
intuition, psychic power, all of those elements to communicate and to navigate this world. It's like being a, a, a Prius. It's like being a Prius. You sometimes you switch on the gasoline, sometimes you switch on the electricity. <laughs> okay. I'll go with that. We're hybrids. We're hybrids. We're hybrids. And you gotta We're learn. We're hybrids. <laughs> you gotta learn how to when to switch off and on. Yes. And so Some when, don't I'm, have that when I'm talking to Alex and I ask him a question, I need him to read my energy in a way to where he knows that I'm going on a, uh, I'm looking, I'm, I'm on a, li- a line of questioning that I want to get to a certain place really fast. But I don't want any detours, ma'am. <laughs> Just answer me yes or no, because I'm going someplace with this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people can't do that. Yeah, a lot of people And Alex is one. Alex likes a story. Yeah. Alex will, and my girlfriend Anna's the same way. She had, like, I literally just go, tell me what happened. Is that the Irish girl? English. And she'll get so upset that, like, she'll say, how was something? Oh, fine, great. Yeah, yeah, great. I love that. What? Uh What do you mean, fine? You telling me this is, you tell the worst stories. I said, why do I tell the worst stories? She has to give me details of when she took a shit, Uh what it was like when she wiped. Yeah, yeah. Like, the whole... Uh, I don't need all those don't details. Need that. I don't need Tell that. me the I, end result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's because what you mean. we got shit to do. Because I actually, you know, I could fill in the blanks, but I wanna, I wanna get the conversation going. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, right, let's volley. Boop, boop, I boop, don't boop, need boop, the boop. fluff. Yeah, that's fun sometimes. Like you know, with you, I'll go. Okay, uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you every detail. Well, there, and that's that's great because you've you've I'm set it up. I'm giving you a warning. You yeah. set it up, and I want to hear. Or else I'll say, uh, I don't even hear all that. Right. You know. But no, I I like to communicate, and I like to get to the facts, man. Yeah. Let's get to the chorus. Yes. Let's get to Same. The chorus. I don't need no bridge. Yeah. Don't give me no verse. No. Just go right to the chorus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same thing. So I think Alex likes to chat. And I think that that's where a lot of it comes from because Rue will go, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. Tell me what we need to know. Right. And that's where that disconnect comes yeah, from, yeah. I think. And meanwhile, um, I did talk to Alex at length uh, last week about the, um, the, te- the what are those things called where we act on the microphones in here? Audio dramas. We talked about audio dramas. And I've got some ideas. I don't want to talk about it on the air right now. Until we curate them. At just a minute ago when we were talking right now, yeah. I got the idea for you and I. Oh, I can't wait. Meanwhile, it's going to be good. Oh, God, the I'm so next down. drama. Okay. Don't the, say the it. Kids, I'm not going to say it. I'll say it in the break. Okay. The kids call them audio dramas, yes, Michelle. That's just in true. case you're <laughs> wondering. The kids call them audio dramas. <laughs> the kids dramas. call them audio dramas. Yeah. And this is one that stars you and I. Okay. And it is perfection okay. for us. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be good. Okay. It's going to be good. I think Who's I'm going to write, write it right it? now. I think I'll write it right now. Okay. On your yeah. break? On my break. Great. I will write it. Perfect. Now, did you listen to Deadly Manners? I did. I love Deadly Manners. Did you listen to it? I did not. Now, <laughs> let me tell you. You're very good in it. Let me tell you something. Okay. Let me, I'm going to ask you a, a, a series of questions about Deadly Manners. Okay. And I need you to answer me, okay? Okay. Now, Deadly Manners, is it a series of 10 episodes? First season's 10 episodes. So there are 10 episodes. You can't, once you've finished one, you can't say, you know what? I'm ready for the next. You can't jump ahead. You well, can't, now, you no, can't now binge you can. it. Now you can. With the wait until they're all released, then you can binge it. Why but, are you looking at him? I thought you knew all this Because I want to make sure stuff. I'm doing the right information. No, uh. bitch, I don't know. I'm an actor <laughs> who just gets the information beforehand because I got it in with the producer. So it's 10 episodes. Ten, it's really good. And what is it about? It's about some... It's, 
Can I say it in a word? Yes, please. It's Clue. Oh, it's Clue. Yes. Okay. I get it. That's exactly what it's like. It's like Clue. Is it all take place in a house? It takes place in a house. Uh Uh-huh. And was I there? Yes. You Uh were the fortune (laughs) fortune teller. I was an old Jewish woman. Uh Uh-huh. I remember because we taped it in the Yes, you heard me screaming because I was across from your dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Um, So. um, It's really fun. And so is. Um, Darkest Night, his other... Uh, Are we in that one? Yes, Rue, oh. the horror podcast. Yeah, okay. This is more... Deadly Manners isn't horror. It's more like thriller. You know what would be good is if we did a musical version. Like if we did one that was like Grease, but uh, uh, what do the kids call them? Audio dramas? Audio dr- no, I talked about doing a, mu- a new musical a week podcast i love it but it's the writers well the problem is michelle you end up with a lot of songs that say um i'm looking at a door (laughs) and that that door will open and who will come through that man will come through and he'll bring me lunch (laughs) (laughs) i wonder if it's gluten 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 Well, we could actually make the songs up yeah. as we go along because oh that's what a God. lot of those songs sound like. That would be funny. You know, we you just know. need somebody who can like play along with us <laughs> on the keyboard and just follow us. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. I could totally do that. You can. You know how to play a music? He plays the yeah. um, guitar. I play guitar and all that. I, I, you are a liar. He does. His, <laughs> he sent you a what? A pretty song that he wrote for his. I don't know if it's his yeah, current my, girlfriend, like, his ex girlfriend. I don't know what's going. Michelle. On. Michelle is just being super nice. Like when I when I went through like my break up this year like michelle was like the one person helping me through all everything and like kind of giving me advice and all that jazz and it was really really sweet that did sounds... it work yeah i think it worked girls are tough man girls are bitches yeah they ain't easy yeah yeah you should go on over to dudes yeah <laughs> I feel like I good one Rue. no it's true oh. it's true you don't want your heart broken well, I guess dudes will break your heart, too. Yeah, it's like too. guys yeah, can yeah. break your heart, too. Yeah. But, but guys are a lot more open than women are. Guys are a lot, like... Uh, wait, what? Men, men, male, gay relationships are a lot, seem to be a lot more solid and more open and fluid and free uh, than... Uh, and this is my observation. I just think that... Oh, those nails are gorgeous. Uh, I just think... that. What do you call that? That's called... Tiger's eye. Tiger's eye. I just think that relationships in general are very difficult no matter what. And Agreed. people are... Pe- most people are broken. They come from broken places. They're taught by broken people yep. who don't know how to serve their own heart less long somebody else's heart. Do you, do you guys say that in school? Like in grade less long? What's less long? I don't know. I, Is that said supposed it. to be let alone? Yeah. A southern way of saying let alone? It's, no, southern. I'm from San Diego. Sa- where's the San Diego? Yeah. The south of California. But, but, but no, this is the thing is that all the people. Does that make it not all, southern? No, all the people in my neighborhood, they all came from the south. All, their oh, parents so there you came. go. It's I, a southern thing, I think. I said, you hear what I said? Um, less long. Less long. I have no idea what that means. Think about it. I don't know. Less, less long. long. What, what? That means short. Uh, yeah. Okay. But you, but when I said it in rhythmically, yeah. you know what I was saying. Let alone. Let alone. Yeah. That's let alone. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Let me say, what was the sentence I said where I said less long? You said people come to you broken. They can't even deal with their own problems, less alone somebody else's yes, problems. Yes, that's it. Right. So the the proper way to say it. <laughs> they can't even deal with their own problems, let, let alone somebody else's problems. Let alone somebody else's problems. Else problem. <laughs> Less, Less long. long. That's crazy. That's a good name for a, a drag queen. Less long. Less long. A tall drag queen <laughs> named Les. 
Short for Leslie, less long. No, but people, people are horrible with their less longs and their relationships. Yes, but I feel like with gay relationships, and again, it could just be my experience in the 5,000 years that I've seen it, but I feel like there's rules that are laid down almost, like with an open relationship. You've talked about it. And, and hetero couples have open relationships as well, but it's just nowhere near as common. It's mm-hmm, very, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you allow more freedom for each person to be who they are. There's some gay couples that don't like open relationships. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. some, most hetero couples that don't. But I feel like women tend to glom onto their men more. Right, because the man represents a security. Uh, and then we're talking about conditioning and, and the way people are programmed from childhood, you yes. know, to think of what that other person represents in their lives. And jealousy has no place in this world. And jealousy is so prevalent in in hetero relationships because they see it all the time. Yeah, but you know what? The way you're talking now, you're talking on an intellectual level. And, uh, but what this really affects is the emotional consciousness. Intellectually, what you're saying makes complete sense, Mm. but it has no bearing on the emotional life of a human being. (laughs) It's true. It all makes sense on paper, but once you get in it, it rubs up against all those tender uh, scarred places of your emotional life as a child. Yeah, you know, it's true. It's totally true. It's it's, and scary. I understand why it's there. Yeah, it's just uh, frustrating. And then trying to get out of it, you want to grow as a person, not me. But I have a lot of friends. You know, I I was in relationships where there was a lot of jealousy from either side, either my side or his side. Mm-hmm. And I realized early on that jealousy doesn't behoove anybody. It doesn't get anybody. Anywhere. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. If you want to be with somebody else, then go. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But it, it but you know, you're being logical. Yes. Where this does, lo- this has no bearing on on logic. Has no bearing on the emotional. Right. Mind. You know? Very true. You know, we talked about you know you being uh, coming from you know being adopted. Yeah. That 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 the scar of that of feeling that uh, being abandoned would always be an element to your relationship. And this sounds weird. And correct me if I'm wrong. Do you ever do past life regression or no? Mm-mm. I've never done it either. I'm scared to death of it, but I still would try. But anyway, if it was in pill form, I would take it. it how about an anal option? I, I'm sure. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Bend it over. Uh-huh. Um, it was, uh, I think, and I don't know where it comes from in my brain, and I could be wrong. I think that I remember where I was in a crib in the adoption agency when I was like I bet you do. days old. I bet you do. Or months old. Because I, I was bet, in foster home yeah, for four months. I bet you do. There's a vision in my head of this little area, this little kind of room with a little cutout area mm-hmm. where this white crib was and me in it. I keep seeing me in it. Mm. And I was like, how Are you looking down at yourself or are you looking up from the crib? No, I'm looking at me in this crib. like Down at yourself. caregiver, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? No, it's not crazy. And I don't know where the memory comes from. I don't know if it's mine, if I've made it up, if I saw it in a movie. Yeah. Or if it's mine. Well, that's interesting because, um, you know, uh, I I tell the story of when my mother poured gasoline all over my father's car. It was parked in the garage. And we kids, and she's standing over the car. The car's in the garage. She's standing over the car with a book of matches saying to my father, Irving, MF, I will light this MF up any second if you and she was angry and she she had poured gasoline all over his car so there are fire trucks all around there's sister harris from the church oh they knew already everybody was there everybody in the neighborhood was standing around looking where were the kids we were across the street 
the four of us across the street looking at this scene unfold. Right? She would have blown the house up. She would have not only blown the house up, herself. killed herself, yeah. my father, everything gone. Right. Uh, uh, eventually, Sister Harris did talk her out of Come on, lighting Sister the Harris. Yes, honey. But this is that when I look, think of the memory, I remember it as if I were a camera outside of my body. Because if I had been inside of that emotion, it would have been too traumatic for me to process from the inside. I had to leave my body to be able to witness this horrific scene. That's how kids, that's how humans, they de, um, they personalize. depersonalize and they, they, they leave their bodies to, so that they can actually live through the situation. So oh, I wonder if that's what I did. I, I wonder if that's what As happened. As an infant. As an infant, that's what it was. So the question is, did you ever get back into your body? Because <clears throat> it wasn't until, dis- is it called disassociation? Disassociation, yes, depersonalization. It wasn't until I got sober that I realized all those years I never remembered getting back into my body. Does one remember getting back into their body? No, one has to work on getting in and feeling those feelings. Because, you know, as at five years old, when that was happening, oh. I could not have processed that Michigas. No, of course not. It's crazy. And at m- few months old, yeah. how, how, do you- how does the baby brain even process that it's a survival mechanism yeah it goes into survival mode and that's what happens so the question is when did you get back into your body did you ever get back into your body and if you haven't how do you get back into your body i never looked at it as being out of my body and it's funny you mention that because with my anxiety over the years one of the big symptoms for me was depersonalization yeah and disassociation, where I come out of my body and I look at myself going through these motions. Yeah. That was one of my big anxiety things. Mm-hmm. So it's funny you mention that. And there yeah. are moments where I feel, feel so clocked into my body mm-hmm. and so present mm-hmm. and so fluid and everything's going great. And then there's times where I still pull out. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I haven't come completely back in and locked in right. or if it's because I'm, I have the ability of pulling out when I have to. Mm-hmm. God, it sounds like sex. But it I does don't, sound like yeah. sex. But you know, I, I wonder about that with with acting. I um, <clears throat> seeing Elizabeth Moss in um, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale, where her emotions are right on the surface. It well, is that's all from Scientology. Scary. Well, but no, Michelle. You know the ability to do that as an actor. She's still an. I mean, I just had to get that in. Yeah, so I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is is it's crazy that ability because you think about what it must be like f- to live with someone like that where. All of their stuff is right there on yeah, the surface. Yeah. It must be, it must be mind-boggling. And how they separate? Uh, if they can't, yeah. uh, is it possible? Because that is so intense. Everything. That... If you you saw my handmaid's, yeah, 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 yeah. Everything she's doing when she's playing a character within a character, who's then putting on another character. If you've seen the show, you you understand that she's she plays several different roles within her role it's very layered very layered and so you know i I just had to bring that up because i know that what my own acting has suffered from my inability to be inside my body from spending so many years outside of my emotions because my emotions would have killed me they were so so much trauma that had i stayed there it would be too dangerous yeah but i think you're thinking of it the opposite way for me i think actors are able to do it because they're outside of their true selves. 
that's how they're able to be something that they're not and not experience residual. Well, that's one way to do it. But then, you know, the method way of doing it is to actually live it. To really live it, yeah. to be there. Yeah. And, you know, when I've seen, uh, we've mentioned certain actors who can do that. When you see them, you think, you feel embarrassed because you think, wait a minute, did, was that supposed to be on camera? They can't function, yeah. Was that, uh, when you see a performance that is, it's real. Yeah, who's the one that you always talk about? Uh, Geraldine Page. Yes. And Sandy Dennis. Sandy Dennis is the yeah, one I was thinking is, of. But, uh, but who, who's that? Well, Meryl Streep can, can do that. But can I, can I feel Meryl Streep the way I can feel? It depends on the movie. There's been yeah. so many things that, yes, absolutely, 100%. Right. Obviously, Sophie's Choice, she does that thing where you can feel it. Julianne you know. Moore's another good one at doing that You think stuff. Julianne yeah, Moore? Yeah, depending on what it is, absolutely. There's certain moments where it's like, you know, you have that discomfort of watching that person in the moment. Did you see Still Alice? Yes. You saw I that. I never saw Still that. Alice. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. It's very good. Is it? It's not on the plane. Uh-huh. I just watched a movie last night that, you know, Kate Mara is another incredible actress. Who? That Kate Mara. Who's, oh, yeah. Who's very, she's underrated for what she's so good. And it's a movie about, she. I think it was called Megan Levy, where she's a Marine and she is a dog trainer and uh-huh. it was just so good and it was so uncomfortable for me to watch. I had to leave. I can't, I can't remember the two. There's, There's Kate Mara, Rooney, and Mara Rooney, right. And Kate, and Kate Kate's Mara. the one the who redhead was redhead kind of no Kate is the one who was, um, in, um, uh, murder house in that first, um, American horror story. She was in that. And she was in house of cards. Kate. Yes. And Rudy Mara was the girl with the dragon tattoo. Girl with the dragon t- tattoo. They're both beautiful. And they're, of course, sisters. They're sisters. I'm looking up Kate Mara. Yeah. She's done a lot. I thought she was... Well, she... Yeah, she's done a lot. And she's really, really good. You know, I the thing I described... We're going to go to break. But the thing I described about being outside of your body, I think that... Yeah, that's Kate. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that most people listening to this podcast right now are experiencing being outside of their bodies. <laughs> listening to our podcast. Not just listening to our podcast, but but being in this world, being being so disassociated from their feelings, it's too dangerous to actually feel the feelings. Well, I have to be honest and with And that's you, why Ru. I think the addiction, and I, you know, I think the um, you know drugs, alcohol, sex, uh, uh, retail therapy, all of that stuff is part of the disassociation from feelings. It's a way to, to feel something Without actually feeling correct, it. but also um, with what's going on in this world right now. Oh my goodness! The world, yeah. Uh, the weather, yeah. Oh my god! The leadership mm-hmm. or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. The denying, the going backwards in time. Mm-hmm. People need to disassociate to yeah, deal. Right. It doesn't doesn't help at the end of the day. Right. But it does help in the moment. You know, in the opiate, the um, Op- heroin thing. The opioids. The opi- Oh, the oh, opioids? Opioids. That's what they call it? Yes, that's what they call it on the news. The opioids? Opioids. <laughs> the opioids? The opioids are coming. That's crazy. Opioids. The opioid problem. And the biggest one, oh, I'm going to jack it up because you know I don't know nothing about drugs. <laughs> the, the biggest one, don't look at me. The, the- biggest problem the you know there's heroin yeah, yeah, there's yeah. meth the biggest one is the oxy, oxy fentanyl did i say it right fentanyl Fent, fent fentanyl I, I don't know i'm i'm repeating after you own world of wonder <laughs> you mean fentanyl fentanyl <laughs> you mean fentanyl fentanyl own world of wonder fentanyl is like 
I thought it was oxycodone. No, oxycodone. Yeah, no, <laughs> how do they say it? Well, there's oxycontin yes. and there's oxycodone. But I thought they were the same thing. I don't know. A child, don't get me to lie. Me neither. Hey, don't even get me started on that propofil. Is that what it's called? Propofil. The Michael Jackson. Yes. Is it propofil? Yes. Propofil. Child, we ain't laughing at these folks no. at these bill. We know we're just trying to get clear things up. Everybody is disassociated. And what what would this world be if we all got we're inside, locked in? Locked into would, our feelings. We'd be, be we'd be swimming in a river of tears. It, but it would also be the most glorifying soul I know. Re- reviving. Yes. Yes. Hey, we're gonna go to a break on I'm that look high note. Fulfill. You're gonna look it up. Pope okay, we're feel. gonna take a break. We'll be right back after okay. this. You know, Michelle, I got to admit, uh, therapy has really changed my life. I've been going for, I don't, it, maybe 20 years, something like Same. that. It is, and it, it just helped me to articulate my feelings and actually um, really place my emotions where they belong. It's sort of like a realignment. Do you remember when it was like so taboo? Oh my goodness, yeah. Like like if you went to a therapist. You had to whisper it. You couldn't talk about it. Yeah. It's like, why are you crazy? Now I feel like nobody should be without I one. I think it's, it's with, especially with technology today, everybody has the opportunity to have a therapist, like with Talkspace. Oh, Talkspace is amazing, you guys. You can join over 300,000 users who already know how amazing it is. Talkspace, you can text, audio message, video message your therapist as many times as you want without having to wait that week for your next appointment because with Talkspace, your therapist is is always in your pocket or on your computer. It couldn't be simpler. First, you go to Talkspace.com slash Rue or download their app. Then you'll speak with a Talkspace therapist representative where you'll share who you are, what your goals are for therapy, etc. Then you'll pick a plan and be assigned a therapist that best fits your needs. And by the way, if you don't like that therapist, you can ask for another. Sure. Pa- you get the therapist that is going to vibe with you, which you know and I know is the most important thing. That is the most important thing. You have to find someone that you feel comfortable with. Yes. With Talkspace, you don't just have to, you know, a professional that you see once a week, but someone at your fingertips to be there for you consistently when you need it and someone you can always talk to. And you guys, for $30 off your first month, go to Talkspace.com slash Rue, or you can download the Talkspace app on the Apple and the Android app store and just use that offer code RU. And with Talkspace, remember, you are never alone. I love me some Squarespace. You know, they've taken something that used to be very difficult. And frustrating. And frustrating. You have to pay a webmaster, all this kind of stuff. Oh, crazy. Master? uh, (laughs) Well, he's not a slave, Dave. (laughs) No, master. Master. Oh, you got to just go to squarespace.com. Use that offer code RU and you get 10% off after you've chosen a plan. It's as simple as that. You want a beautiful Beautiful website. Go to squarespace.com. Use the offer code RU for 10% off. Honey, life has never been easier. You won't regret a thing. You'll never look back. Squarespace is your savior. Go now. <laughs> Fentanyl. Fentanyl. We Fentanyl. are back. Fentanyl. That's how you yeah. looked it up. I looked it up. And I have other things to talk about besides drugs. Okay, let's, t- let's talk about something else other than drugs. Look at this view, Michelle. We can. We're looking. We're in Beverly Hills. Looking. We're in a skyscraper, looking at a view of downtown Los Angeles. Is that downtown LA? Yeah. yeah All them buildings um, over there. Hey, um, Alex, can you raise the the curtains? The sun's not coming in here, so I think it's okay for us to raise the blinds just a little bit. Does that cost extra? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, I know what we'll talk about because <clears throat> I have a few things on here, but these are important to talk about. Okay. We're gonna start out talking about DragCon New York City and our experience. What? 
Yeah, we're recording. Yeah. We are or we're not? We are. Okay, yeah, good. Okay, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about New York City Dragon. Lift them all up. Make it pretty up in here. Let me see your dessert menu. Is the chicken here? And we got some claim jumper. Very Gordon King. Uh-huh. Okay. New York City Drag Con, uh-huh. which was amazing. Yes. But really what I'm trying to get to from New York City Drag Con, because we had a little bit of time off, not much. You and I and my husband went to go see Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, my goodness. Have we not talked about we that? We have not talked Michelle, about it. Michelle, we, yes, we have. No, we haven't. You're kidding, really? It's on the list. We haven't <gasps> talked about it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Now, you know, um, I don't know when you people are going to hear this. You people. I hate that term. <laughs> when are we going to put this one out? I don't know. We, uh, we'll put it out. But the thing is, I'm put going. Put sooner than later. I'm going to New York. In uh, a few days, something like that, like, um, you know, the 4th of November. Okay. I'm, he's, he's leaving I on November the, 10th. I thought it was the 8th. Uh, I can look that up while you... Because I would love George to see... This is... Here it is. Um, oh, God, those nails are gorgeous. I know. Did you have them redone? No, Yvette uh, did them... No, no, yeah. you saw these. Yeah. Um, uh, this kid, Ben, ben Platt. Platt, he is giving a performance in this show, which is ending... Uh, his he's he's, 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 he's leaving. yeah he's giving a performance that is like what I think Judy Garland would be like to watch on stage where it is spit oh he's on it till November nineteenth blood sweat and tears a lot Lit- of sweat literally lich I didn't see any blood but no. he d- sweat tears we got really good tickets by the way we were in the splash zone he um. He got those tickets for us, didn't he? Oh, girl, I keep emailing, emailing saying, can I pay you? Can I pay yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, Anyway, beyond. He got them for us. Beyond. The experience, and Rue said it great about likening it to imagining what it would be like to see Judy Garland, whose sidebar Renee Zellweger is playing. Uh, I can't even, I can't, I can't. Thoughts? Uh, 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 well, here's one. No. <laughs> Listen to my laugh in that echo chamber. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Uh-huh. Um. I saw it with Todrick. Todrick took me as his date uh-huh. a couple, maybe even six to eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of what I've gone through with Lily, it just hit me like a bag of bricks, especially the final number in the first, the, you know, You Matter kind mm-hmm. of song. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the songs didn't really impact me because I was so caught up in the show. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of Pasek and Paul, like the... the oh, you said that out loud, didn't you, composer. girl? I'm just... Their stuff is not what speaks to me normally. Yeah, okay. But then my second time that I saw it, I was able to watch it with different eyes because uh, you and David were the ones that were caught up in the moment and uh, fully involved. Crying, and crying he was crying, eyes. right? My husband was sobbing, he had to leave. Yeah, uh-huh. Because having gone through what we went through with Lily, yeah. um, he had to leave, uh, you know, at halftime. But the second time me watching it, I became so obsessed with the music. Mm-hmm. So all these times that I was sitting there saying I wasn't a huge fan of those composers, I take my words back. Yeah. I love those composers now. And I love this soundtrack wow. and it's so empowering and so amazing. And if you really want to see a masterclass who Ben Platt obviously has worked for many years, oh, goodness. but to see him do this as an actor prepares, oh, my God. you will never see anything like it. I don't think, you know what? Actually, Again. as you said that, I've seen a lot of Broadway shows. I've seen a lot of great actors. I think this is the greatest Broadway performance I've ever seen. I did not see... Uh, it wasn't Effie in. Uh, Je- I did Jennifer Holiday. Jennifer Holiday. I never saw you saw that. I did, but I was in, like eight. Yeah, and I went with a brownie troupe. It was nineteen eighty. Right. Yeah. Two. Well, I I've seen a lot. A great, great, great. I don't think I've 
ever seen anyone as amazing as that. You kind of as can't ben compare. Platt. Like ben, am I saying his name right? Ben Platt. Ben Platt in Dear Evan Hansen. Because what he does, Rue, in that role is different to what Patti Lapone would do, let's say, as Evita. Or yeah. I saw John Malkovich in Burn This. Or, you know, I've seen some great performances over the years. What Ben Platt is do is doing mm. is transformational. Yeah, it's otherworldly. Mm-hmm. It's not. Oh my God, that was an amazing musical. It right. was like, oh my God, that was life changing. Yeah, because he takes us on an emotional journey. Because the character, uh, without giving anything away, is is emotionally uh, disturbed, and so uh, he allows us in on that process. And it's and through song and the fact that how can someone sing and cry at the same time doesn't lose let me just say this there's few of the characters that lose their way pitch wise yeah. you know are tweaked they're just tweaked a yeah, little bit yeah. he did not miss a note right. with snot coming out of his nose yeah. pouring out of his mouth right. shooting out of his eyeballs yep. did not miss one note one note um and so now noah galvin is going to take over the role That's- meanwhile did you see that viral uh, video of the three of them. It was Ben, Noah Galvin, Galvin, and then the other kid who is going on tour with the show. They did this thing to um, Earth, Wind, and Fires. Oh, get away. Get no. That's it. I had to go all that way to get to get away. I, had, yeah, I was like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Maybe I can bring it up on my computer. Come on, Maurice White. Uh-huh. Um, there's the Ether and Fires Get Away, and they do this. Um, or is it Verdine? Is it both? It's both of them, okay. yeah. Uh, they do this dance routine all over New York City where they do it separately, and then at the end they come together. And they're, it's fabulous. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And let me, and me, excuse meanwhile, me, let me just say <laughs> Noah Galvin's been on Broadway too, so this is a Broadway kid. And I, and I believe. That that he's awkward enough, Noah, uh-huh. to do this world justice. Well, it's hard to compare him to whatever. It'll be interesting to see what he does. And inevitably, people will. But he's going to be different because he is who he is. But I know he's brilliant. Yeah. And at the same time, I know he's committed to making this role amazing. And at the same time, time Ben Platt, he was saying to me that the biggest fear is stepping away from this baby because he workshopped. This. Yes, he did. He made this. Yeah. And he, he won every it. Tony available. Bitch, not any, no motherfucker had a chance. Wow. Nobody wow. had a ch- I don't care if Jennifer Holiday was Effie. Uh-huh. I don't care if Cynthia Revo was up in color purple. Okay. Nobody had a chance. I know they're women, but uh-huh. nobody had a chance yeah. to win anything next to this performance right. and this show because supporting cast the mother is his mother is great amazing connor is great the girl who plays the 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 african-american uh-huh. girl, yeah she's brilliant the guy who plays jared the yeah you know, they're all just they're all great. so great so now this is the thing um this is where i was going with the earth wind and fire thing is that i had no idea at, until i saw this uh, this video i saw it on toll road uh website that noah galvin had so much junk in his room he does. Oh, girl. Really? Oh, girl. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh, oh. I said, oh, that child. <laughs> and it's funny because I see him as a child. He and is then, a child. And then when I see all But he's that, not a child. I know he's not a child. But when I see him, I, and I see him in the, in sex, sexual terms. I think, really? Oh, 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 I felt a little bit guilty there. Did you? Oh, I said, oh. Well, he's not as young as he plays on TV. Oh, really? Yeah. But he had. He's uh, safe. He had. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Kind of a juicy, a juicy border. Really? He had a juicy border. Oh, I'm gonna have to look. Uh-huh. I wish I could find it on here. I'm gonna look on my iPad real quick. Oh, the to get the viral video. Yeah. Anyway, we got a chance to go see that, and then we went over to Junior's Cheesecake after, and we just kind oh of. Oh my God! Which relived. one did you get? Which one did I get? I wanted the, the lemon. Strawberry? No, you got the strawberry. Strawberry cheesecake. I wanted to get the key lime pie. The guy told me that it was the last day of the key lime pie. Red velvet cheesecake. Did I get that? Red velvet. Um, but he, uh, you know, he said it was the last day of the key lime pie. Why did you get the key lime? Because he told me after I ordered the red velvet. Y'all, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're in New York City, you you need to get your ass over to Junior's Cheesecakes. It's legendary for reasons. Brooklyn's Junior's Cheesecake. If you want to spend Lola, my daughter's turning 16 in February. All she wants. She has been 16. I thought that she was Lily. already 16. Bitch, I've known you for 50 years. You don't know how old my kids are. I don't. Wait a minute. Uh... <laughs> Lola's 15. She's going to be 16 in February. Okay. Lily's 17. She's going to be 18 in March. I see. I get it now. Right. So, with that said, that's all she wants for her she birthday. She wants cheesecake. A junior's. A junior's. A whole cheesecake. Strawberry you know, Don't they bucks? sell them on QVC? I've yes, seen them on QVC. And they're a great Christmas gift. I'm telling yeah. you, you cannot go wrong with wow. a junior's cheesecake. And then, we went to... I went to go see... I went to go see Miss Saigon. Did you say you saw? Saigon? No, uh, you guys saw the night. Or you saw it earlier that day. And I just want. Yeah, I saw the the matinee. I just want to give a little plug to them because I think Saigon is a show that's not big upped as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best performances you'll ever see. And it's just the London cast, and I got a chance to see them. Mm-hmm. It is so friggin' good. It's the same composers as Les Mis, and it's just so brilliant. See, you are a down-ass theater bitch because your ass took your ass to a matinee, and later that night... Saw another show. You saw another motherfucking bitch, show. Bitch, don't try to come for me. <laughs> don't try to come for me. I'm from the theater. I will always be from the theater. They don't want me, but that's okay. <laughs> but Miss Saigon is definitely worth going to see you guys. This cast is brilliant. And... um. Did you see anything else? No, not. But you're going to go there. try to see Bernadette in Hello to. Dolly because we were there. We had finished filming <clears throat> season three or of of All Stars. All Stars. Yes, we then left the next day to go to drag to go Con. to New York to do DragCon. Did the DragCon? Did the shows? Came back out here to LA and started season motherfucking ten. Ten. Yes. No, there were no breaks in between, was there? Just the drag comedy. Yeah, just and then we went to the Emmys the next weekend. Yep, yep, and that was it. Yep. Yeah, and then we we just finished. And we had to 10. leave the Emmys early because we had to wake up the next morning to go to film. Right, right. But um, but we're all done with that. That's done. And we are um, we that was last week, right? We finished last week. Last was it last week? Yeah, last yeah. week. Oh, Last it's week? been it's been a week since we finished. Yes, okay, one week. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. And so right. what's next for you? Ireland's got talent. Oh, when do you fly over there? Um uh I think, Ireland's got talent. Yeah, and they have lots of talent, believe it or yeah, not. Because if you yeah. watch Britain's Got Talent, which I do, uh-huh. um, a lot of great talent comes over from Ireland. Uh-huh. So Ireland That movie um, The Commitments, were they Irish? They were Irish, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. And it's gonna be um, I never saw that, did you? The commitments? Yeah, like a long time ago. That's an Alan, what's his name? They, I'm pretty sure where they Northern. Who directed um, Avita? Alan? Uh, Alan? Uh huh. Alan? Uh huh. Alan? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. He did, that was his movie. Parker. Alan Parker. That was his movie, The Commitments, right? Um, hey, what's the Wi Fi? Um, I don't have any Wi Fi. I'm trying to, to look it up phone. on my, um, yeah, like that. I, you know what? I got my own Wi Fi. You know Were what? the commitments Irish? I want to say or yes. Or were they Northern England, like oh, like Manchester? Maybe. But let me look. Okay. Um, so you're going to do that. I'm going to do Ireland's <clears throat> Got Talent. I'm very, 
very excited. Are you going to be a meanie? I'm going to be me. Uh-huh. Whatever that means to you. Uh-huh. I think I'm I'm I can be strict when I need to be strict because yeah. don't waste my time. Yeah. But at the same time, same format as the American. It's all the same. Same. Uh-huh. It's psycho. It's all the same. Right. America's uh, Iden's got talent. Um uh confession. I've never seen that show before. Oh, it's fun. Uh, America's got talent. Never seen it. It's super fun. Um, what happened? It's weird because whenever I've seen clips of it, there's yeah, the, Dublin, Ireland commitments. Yes, uh, thank you. The oh, I loved. Is that where it's going to be filmed in Dublin? Uh huh. I love Dublin. Dublin's amazing. I love Ireland. Love Maybe it. Maybe how long are you over there? I'm over there for well, I'm in there in November or December. And March yeah. for the live shows. You should come for the live Maybe shows. Maybe I can come for the live shows because I, I haven't been to Dublin in probably, I don't know, uh, 12 years, something it's like that. Most incredible people. Most beautiful countryside. It is so gorgeous. Lovely people. So lovely. And just funny as shit. They will tell it like it is. And that's why I can be who I am. And fit right in in Dublin. You know, it's funny. When I was there the last time, which was, I, like I said, 12 uh, You mean when you were ago. performing? Yeah. Uh-huh. 12, 13 years ago. I, um, out my hotel window, I counted 26 cranes. This is, you know, 12, 13 years ago. 26 cranes, which meant that there were 26 buildings being built. It, they were in the middle of a huge- A boom? Boom. Yeah. At this time. Yeah. I don't know where it, it's landed. No, Dublin's an amazing... And the thing about Dublin is... And Louis Walsh, who is the head judge, who I'm friends with, who's amazing, and he's on X Factor over there. And he's famous for what? Westlife, Boyzone. He was a, a manager who... Oh! Managed in huge groups. Okay. Um, He is lovely, and he's basically the king of Ireland, and he can do whatever, and he's the head judge there. And he takes me around when I'm there, literally drives the wrong way on a one-way street. He's like, ah, oh, it's Ireland. Nobody gives a shit. They I'm not going to try to do an Irish accent. Uh-huh. They know me. They love me type of thing. And he's so funny, and just talking to people in Ireland, going out to dinner with them. I went out to dinner with them uh, when I was over there. People are just so – it's like New York. Yeah. It's like the New York of, of Europe. Like, it's as real as, like, Liverpool is or Manchester. I like the rough and rugged places, and Dublin is just, the people are amazing, and they're... But there's a lot of drinking over there, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of drinking in Europe, period. You just have to see over the bar, and you can order a drink. I mean, yeah, yeah there's a lot of drinking. Do you drink when you get over there? How long have you known me? <laughs> I'm just wondering, I mean, How if long you're in you... that situation... How... Rue, yeah. I've never drank in my yeah. life, and yeah. I never will. Oh. I just don't like it. Yeah. You, know, you don't like the way... don't you, like the way it tastes. I don't like the way I feel. Yeah. I, and when I met my biological mother, I said to her, why when I drink alcohol? I get pains. I, my neck hurts. Yeah. My back will start to hurt, like in my bones huh. when I drink alcohol. Uh-huh. Even a sip of wine, it'll start to hurt my bones. Really? And she said she had the same thing. Huh. She didn't like drinking. <clears throat> I just wow. don't enjoy it. I, I don't judge if you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Have uh, at it. You yeah. know, my husband loves Ireland. I did radio in Ireland for many years. So what did you do? If you remember when I was on KTU, once a week I would do a radio show in Ireland. Oh. And they would have me on the ISDN line down uh-huh. the line and yeah. I would do an you know a scoop, an entertainment I report. I see. And I did that for 3 years. Wow. And they flew me over a few times and uh it's just a city that I love and I'm Irish by descent a little bit. Did you do um uh so have you ever done other cities in Ireland? Let's Belfast. See. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I absolutely <clears throat> adore really i love it so much one of my favorite accents in the world uh-huh. and it's 
it's a city that gets a bad rap. They're an amazing right because of the NRA and correct all that. and yeah. all the you know Catholics and Protestants and all yeah. the infighting, which is still very real. Is it really, honey? They, After all these years, all these years, nothing's changed. They lock. They there's a there's a peace wall. Mm-hmm. And behind, and guys from Belfast, correct me if I'm wrong, and you will, but be mm-hmm. nice about it because yeah. I'm not from there. Right. I believe there's a gate that locks after 9 p.m., and I believe that's the Catholic section behind that side of the wall. Uh-huh. And then there's the Protestant section on this, and it literally locks after a certain hour. Huh. But they had to make the wall so high because they were throwing things over oh my goodness. the wall. And it's such a beautiful place where yeah. they don't have you know craziness like they did Back years in the 70s, ago. yeah. But it still exists, and you know everybody's fighting for what they believe in, and that's what they have to do. But as far as the city goes, it's one of the most majestic places. The Giant's Causeway is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Mm. Walk around, go. I say if you come in March and we do it, let's take a day and drive up to Belfast. Yeah, because you know the plane ride to, from New York to uh, Dublin, I think it's only five and a half it hours. Is. Same to New York to London. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's really fast. It's like going New York to L.A. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so easy. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Come. Yeah. And then we'll take it. We'll rent a car. I'll have Annie drive us. Yeah. Because she's the only one who could drive oh, on that side of the road. Why don't we have a driver? Why don't we have a, a limo driver? Oh, we can get a limo driver. Why don't we do that? We'll be fancy. And then we can all be together and talk without having to worry about uh, any of the other stuff. Perfect. And then I'll take you up to the Giant's Causeway and you'll you'll cry. Now, wait. So the Giant's that's Causeway, in Belfast. that's in Belfast. Belfast. How far is Belfast from? Three hours. Okay. It's literally three hours from there to Dublin. Yeah. Because years ago, I opened a Mac store there. Uh, in Belfast? In, or Dublin? in Dublin. Mm. And then uh, I went back and did a uh, performance there, um, I don't know, years lovely, ago. Lovely, lovely people. Yeah. Hey, we're going to wrap it up now. Wow, we Oh my God, has it lot. been an hour already? <clears throat> oh my God, Alex, are you falling asleep? We should have... we play Grease for you to wake you up? Yeah, we should play Grease for him. Uh, uh, <laughs> we've been through a lot this uh, podcast. We went all over the place. Yeah, and I'm still not done. My goodness. Well, we'll, we'll just come back uh, next week, kids. We got lots more coming from from we're all from, over. Uh, come back now, you hear? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, my darling. Well, until next time. Yes, um, bye. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.